we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We're not dressed for this. I don't need to be around me. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, what a road is. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast on the Buttered Pop Network. We are here for part three, our final part of our Housewives history covering Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, season five. Once again, for this final lap around the track, I got Camille Pereira <laughs> and Kevin O'Keefe. Hi. How Hello. you guys doing? Good. Ready to, ready to wrap this mother up? I'm, I'm ready to wrap it up, too. We've been talking for hours. <laughs> uh, hours y'all don't know what we go through when we do you don't know what i go through <laughs> yeah. I, you know, on housewives history nights you don't know what we go through yeah we're literally doing it during the day today which is unusual for it us is. It's, um, i think we thought we had more time to do this because i know usually well, we're we like, took a moment to get get started we, we uh, were just getting comfortable we were, it's been we a were, second we were casual <laughs> um you know who else was too casual was kyle inviting kim to you house. stole her goddamn house and <laughs> then you invited her to your new goddamn house. I, okay, it what was, it's were triggering. You it's so uncomfortable. So yeah, so so Kyle and Kim need to talk things out, and Kyle decides the best thing to do is to say, <laughs> "Hey, come to Palm Springs. We can go to the desert. We can talk things out." But like, as soon as Kim gets there, like this house is gorgeous. It's beautiful. It's all these different things, and Kim is like, "Wow, I wish I you know had had my own." place out here as i was promised by by when we, when we all got this together now the the terms of what happened with this house have always been kind of shady yeah so basically kyle is correct that she and mauricio bought kim out of the part of the house mm-hmm. how much agency kim had in that decision that line is blurred a yeah. little bit because she was going through it when this all went down. And Kim and Kyle alludes to that. Kyle mm-hmm. alludes to the fact that you weren't in the place to be an escrow at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, to have a mortgage and to be able to pay that house and whatever. And figure it all out, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but Kim has never let it go. It obviously came out most uh, memorably as You Stole My Goddamn House in the Lima Fight in season one. Mm-hmm. And it comes out again here. So they... It, it should not be shocking that they wind up fighting again. Mm-hmm. Um, and it comes out with... Once again, Kim says, you stole my house and, and brings up like, what did you think would happen when you brought me out here? Seriously. Um, but- Why don't you have misters? Mom would have wanted you had misters out there. Oh yeah, I'll get misters. Yeah. <laughs> it's so awkward. Yep. But Kyle's, Kyle's gambit here is effectively to turn Kim against Brandy mm-hmm. by bringing out the idea that Brandy was talking about having this intervention mm-hmm. with Lisa Rinna. Don't trust her. She's going to turn her back on you. Look at how she's turned her back on everyone else. But it does not go well. It, it it downturns into talk about the Palm Springs house and all that. And and, and Kyle ultimately calls their fighting like a trap, which mm-hmm. I think is a pretty good way of discussing it because they sweep things under the rug and then they blow up at each other and then they sweep things under the rug and they blow up at each other. And if they actually made any meaningful um, changes to that system, they probably would have a healthier relationship. I, yeah. I agree. Unfortunately... <laughs> Even the next morning, they're saying like the sisters are, seem okay. Kyle says that mom's influence is what keeps them from talking things out, and that sort of takes us to the reunion. Mm-hmm. So, this reunion you said last time is probably the best in Beverly Hills. It's also just among any city one of the most stressful. A hundred percent, yeah. But I think yeah. that's why I like it is because the stakes are so high in this reunion. It's not just like oh. 
you lied about me or this Mm -hmm. and that. It's like, I mean, Atlanta had it with like the rape allegations and drugging and all that stuff. But in this sense, it's two sisters basically fighting for their relationship, whether or not it will continue after the show. It reminds me a lot of like a Jersey reunion. Yes. Very family oriented. Like lots of family heated stuff. They don't want to get out stuff. They're threatening to get out kind of stuff like that. Like it's very intense and, I mean, like the the only difference is that this time we have so much other shit to deal with, and the the Kim Kyle stuff is kind of just like an addition. So it's just like even more jam packed and more like heavy than it ever has been. Totally. So let's set the scene. The seating, uh, Andy, obviously in the middle as always. Hot seats on each side are Brandy and Kyle. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a little surprised it's not Kim and Kyle in hot seats, but mm-hmm. considering Brandy was such an instigator of the drama, I get it. Yeah. And Kim is right next to her. Yeah. Next to her is Eileen, which is one of those situations where, um, so basically what happens is Yolanda is originally next to Eileen and Yolanda has to leave after a short period of time because her Lyme at this point has mm-hmm. flared up mm-hmm. and, and is making her unable to, you know, see, speak, read, write. Yeah. You know, all the different things she says she can't do. Um, but the, it is an issue because if, if Yolanda had stayed, Eileen would have very obviously been on the opposite oh, couch. Yeah, 100%. And we've seen this happen a couple different times. Most recently, I would say when Ramona had to be on Bethany's couch in mm-hmm. the season 10 reunion of, uh, that was 10, right? Yeah. yeah. Season yeah. 10 reunion of Roni. Her and crazy like, eye. yeah. When, <laughs> when she's like the one eye is like, <laughs> I am a robot. And then Andy Cohen lazy eye going on there. Right. And then the other side next to Kyle, we have LVP Part and of then Rena. And I don't think Rena has ever had such bad placement on a reunion couch since. No. It is weird to see her in last seat. Yeah. I guess it's just a thing Beverly Hills does where it's sort of like seniority wise, you have to work your way yeah, up. Because yeah. Denise's last chair in in the upcoming reunion. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, that's what it seems like. Time. I mean, honestly, it feels like that's how they should be. Like, I don't think a new person should ever get. Well, I would right? say the same thing, except in New York season six, Kristen had first seat. Remember oh, that right. insanity? Oh, that was yeah. so weird. So weird. MK didn't even have first seat, did she? And we just and we talked about that. I said that mm-hmm. MKE probably should have had first yeah. seat. Yeah, on she that. should have been in hot seat. Right. But Maybe they learned their lesson from Kristen. Probably. <laughs> anyway, um, the reason why Yolanda has to leave is because her, her Lyme is acting up. Mm-hmm. Um, she's blogged about it at this point this season that she can't see her read or writer mm-hmm. which is watch tv very confusing as morning. to how she wrote a blog when <laughs> she can't do any think. of those things <laughs> she's like i cannot see read write, or think here's my one page <laughs> blog about like, everything that's going on about a television show that i would have had to have watched, watched <laughs> to write this it comes and goes with the days some yeah. days are good some days are bad um but yeah this does serve as the the intro to the main dramas of mm-hmm. season six um we get a little bit of the illusion of like the doubt that would come mm-hmm. in season six in which Rena and LVP and Kyle would all sort of cast their aspersions on what means the, Munchausen's on the validity of her Lyme and maybe that she has Munchausen's. Um, I've heard of Munchausen's by proxy, but I've not. That's always I just have to rant all that. It is the dumbest thing in the world that Kyle tries to cover for herself by saying she has only heard of Munchausen's by proxy. You can't hear of the by no. proxy thing without hearing of the main thing. It's so dumb. Honestly, just being real, I had heard of Munchausen's by proxy first before I realized what Munchausen's was. But you had to know that there was such a thing as Munchausen's that there's also a thing called Munchausen's by proxy. <laughs> I just thought Munchausen's by proxy was like the thing. Trust me, I've watched the whole um, Gypsy Rose. I, uh, the I, I, yeah, then you the should app. know. I, well, now I do. 
there's Munchausen's and Munchausen's by proxy. You have your first cousins. You have your cousins. Then you have your first cousins. <laughs> then you have your second cousins. No, no. But, that, <laughs> but the thing is, Munchausen's, Munchausen's and Munchausen's by proxy are not different diseases. They're different manifestations mm-hmm. of the same, same disease. disease. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just weird that cast that. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I've grown and learned. Yeah. I made it nice. <laughs> but anyway, um, a writer for the Daily Beast, actually a friend of mine, Daniel Summers, um, <laughs> Casual name drop. No, well, it's it. funny because we have not we were not Twitter friends until I would say the last year, and then I was talking about Beverly Hills at some point. He responded. He was like, "You know, Yolanda Hadid once called me an asshole." I was gonna. Say, I was like, "What? <laughs> How does he feel about that?" Um, oh no, he loves it. He wears this as a badge sure of honor. I, would. I think for a while in his bio it said Yolanda Hadid no, once called me an I'd asshole. Um, he's very professional, so I think it's out now. But but yeah, um, he wrote an article in which he basically said like, "I don't think she's getting treated for the right thing." Mm-hmm. Um, I'll read a quote from it. Whatever the source of Foster's problems, I hope she finds a way to a medical provider who can address it properly. I have serious qualms about the people to whom she has turned for help, but that doesn't mean I wish her anything but well. Yet I believe she is being taken for a very expensive ride, one that nobody else should join her on. Chronic Lyme disease has no grounding in science, and no amount of celebrity attention can alter that fact. So Yolanda sort of insinuates that some parts of her family... Agree with Daniel on this point. Mm-hmm. Um, who, who was that? Aaron Foster, the the daughters of uh, David the Fosters, Foster. mm-hmm. right? Um, and it, as we learn in season six, a lot of very dubious information about all of this comes out. Mm-hmm. Like she says that Bella and Anwar also carry the Lyme gene, but like isn't very clear about it. She says they just live with Lyme disease. Mm-hmm. Is um, Lyme disease like hereditary? I thought it was like you had to be like infected by well, that's what a he's carrier. Sa- that's what he's saying is that chronic Lyme disease. What she's talking about is having doesn't really exist Exist. and thus it wouldn't be something that the kids could inherit now what they could inherit is a genetic predisposition to the Mm -hmm. disease they could they could carry with them essentially a um uh immunity or or what's the opposite of immunity Uh, um uh you know like a weakness to it i like failed chemistry so So, like (laughs) don't ask me i was really good at biology though well this is biology (laughs) (laughs) anatomy and physiology like i don't know like the science behind I could like tell you what bones broken and shit, but like don't okay. ask about diseases. That's anatomy is the thing. So, so yeah, physiology was a little rough oh, on. Man. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I failed chemistry. This is biology. Okay. It's shocking to hear that some people think they want you cut from this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yolanda calls Daniel some asshole, which is what Eddie is probably going to call me after this. Podcast. I don't know. I mean, you're in truth. People don't like me. Um, but it really does serve as the, it, we talked a couple different times in this podcast about the way this season has foreshadowed things that come later. Um, and, and we can go over a couple of those things. There's, there's, um, uh, wait, where did they go? Did you take them out of the notes? The foreshadowing things? I thought you had a little notes at the end that had. I thought that was at the very, very end. It's not there anymore. Oh. <laughs> Housewives history starring Kevin O'Keefe um, and no one else. Uh, uh, there's a way to see the uh, history, right? Hold on. Can you? Okay, well, we don't need it that okay, badly. Uh, anyway, it, it, there's just several things uh, from Rina's, Rina's introduction this season to... She talked about Michael Bolton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Denise Richard showing up for a minute. Yeah, uh, wait, that was crazy. Yeah, there's just like a lot of different like moments that sort of allude to what we will see in future seasons. 
Sorry. <laughs> we're like... Uh, anyway. Um, let's talk about the meat of the season. Let's talk about let's talk about the meat of the Australian. Let's talk about Kim and Kyle. Um, have, can you all tell that we've been recording this? <laughs> we've been like, yeah, we're like, at this point, we're like, take myself to the old town, bro. <laughs> oh my God, gay icon, gay icon. Okay, I actually um, am a big fan before all the gay stuff came out, so I'm just saying, going out there. Fam- okay. Family so wa- is a really good song. So was the world. Literally, everyone's a fan of that song. It's one of the biggest songs, like, in years. I like the deep cut family, not just Old Town Road. <sighs> okay. I know his whole desire. One one album, three songs, and a single. It's EP. Three of the songs are Old Town Road on that EP, aren't they? <laughs> One's with the entire Tilly discography. Ray. I'm taking you down the Old Town Road. I just like spilled my water on myself. Okay, so Kim and Kyle. <laughs> I'm having a full Kim Richards moment here, guys. I'm sorry. So they have not spoken in three months, and they don't make clear immediately why. Um, Kim. Kim just insists that they need to talk about this with a therapist. And Andy Cohen, you can say Andy Cohen just like, mm-hmm, girl. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, we all know that. We'll, we'll yeah, see sure. how that goes. Okay. More disturbingly is that Kim says effectively that she's like, okay, not having a relationship mm-hmm. with Kyle. And that's sort of the first signal that like, okay, something's fucked mm-hmm. up right now. Something's happening, yeah. Yep. Um, Kyle sort of unhelpfully really goes after Brandy for being the instigator of their issues. Um, she actually later accuses Brandy of liking being in the middle of mm-hmm. it. Um, Which I don't disagree with. I, um, I'm split. I, personally, I don't think she was into it because a lot of the time she's like, this is, I don't want to be her sister. I don't want this to be my problem. She so even says like, don't. Well, and I think she I even think like, she can't help herself. Yeah, and I, and I think the other thing is, is Kim literally told her, you're my only friend. Like, you're my best friend. And she's like, shit, this person has no one else in their life. I leave her, she could go down I know, but there's a way to be a a friend and not turn people against each other. Listen, I'm not defending her behavior, but I'm saying I get why she felt compelled. Also, Brandy's probably somebody with a lot of abandonment issues. She like got cheated on and dumped in a very public, facing way. Like, by the way, that whole Leanne. Have you guys seen that like whole blog about how Leanne Rhymes like is copying Brandy Glanville little by little? Bizarre, crazy. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't defend Brandy, Brandy's actions, but like when she says at the end, she's like, I don't want to split up a family. I firmly believe her. Mm-hmm. I think she actually sort of by the end of the reunion is looking at everything because at that point things have gone so fully yes. off the rails, like in a way that we have n- not seen in a Beverly Hills reunion before or since. I think at that point she sort of looks at the situation as like, oh, this is fucked up. I don't, I don't want to do this. This is darker. I, I agree. I think towards the end of the episode, uh, towards the end of the reunion, Yes, she does realize that what she is in the middle of is fucked up, but I don't think that until that point she had done anything to not be in the middle and not I be pitting these women against each other. The entire, yeah. the entire so, and that, I think, you you can't, like, you got to take some responsibility here. Like, 100%. she was yeah. not blameless. No, I agree with that. So that's all. That's my opinion on that. My opinion! That's my opinion! But now we said it. Um, so Kim... At some point, starts to retell the events of Poker Night mm-hmm. and just gets stuff wrong constantly. <laughs> Every <laughs> little thing. Well, clearly yeah. she was not in her right mind, and she's like, "This is not, I remember it." Yeah, in fantasy yeah. world. No, I think that's exactly what happened. But like the footage, they keep bringing up footage to contradict her because she says, "Like Kyle says, I want to talk to my sister yeah. in the bathroom," and which Kyle's like, doesn't. "That never happened." Yeah. And they air the footage in which Kyle goes to the bathroom on her own, and Kim follows her there. Like it happens two or three times, mm-hmm. um, and also. At the same time, Kim is also dodging 
all sorts of questions. Mm-hmm. She says she won't answer why she didn't apologize to Rena and Eileen. Um, Eileen says over and over again, you didn't apologize to me. And <laughs> Kyla's like, or Kim is like, of course, I, I absolutely apologized. Yeah. And Eileen's like, no, you didn't. Like, and she's like, okay, well, I apologize. Like, she did that weird apology that was like, you know, it's so funny. I mean, I'm sorry about what I did, but it's so funny. Like, and then starts talking about something completely unrelated. Yep. It's such a bizarre, it's so bizarre. Yeah. She's off kilter throughout the Don't give this woman a platform. Yeah. Yeah. Also should be noted that this is pre-target shoplifting. Yeah. That's the Well, and that's why she was kicked off for season six. Yeah. Oh, the... Target. I remember when that story came out, and everyone's like, "Is she okay?" I've been to that Target. <laughs> yeah. I bet you have. The glamorous. <laughs> Did she also lock herself in the Beverly Hilton around the same mm-hmm. time as well? Yep. Every time yep. I pass the Beverly Hilton, I look at it. And I don't think about all the you know great things that happened there. I'm like, Kim Richards. I would locked love herself. to see that that <sighs> dash cam or whatever it is like. Oh my God. Next to Luann's, I bet it's very similar. Yeah. <sighs> that um, would be good. Yeah, she's just she's off a rocker all mm-hmm. the whole reunion. She can't produce the rumors about Harry Hamlin. She don't want to talk about it. Um, well, that's the thing is like, she doesn't want to talk about it, but I, I think at that point she's like, she's put it out there. She's put it out there. She needs to bring up what yeah. she was talking. And Rena is full on ready for it. Yeah. yeah. Say it. I think Rena was ready to be like, no, I mean, Julian Phillips is a close friend of ours. And then, then Kim is like, well, I murdered someone in the past <laughs> who abused me. That's my, that's my dream situation. And she pulls out a knife and then it turns that's into a actually in the, um, in the unedited footage. Really, mm-hmm. I didn't. I missed that. I'll have to check that. Is <laughs> Secrets that on Hulu? revealed. Secrets revealed. Okay. Oh, uh, I will literally never watch a Secrets revealed. I will. I, I've refuse. watched it. I will it's never wild. watch. I will never it's, watch any of them. It has um. It has like the the meeting of Kyle or of Kim and Lisa after she sent the text. Oh wow! Yeah, I highly recommend it. If okay, you, maybe I'll watch it. Then. It's not like great. Don't don't get your hopes up. But it is interesting. Kim storms off. Lisa, they get nowhere. That's probably why they never aired it. Yeah, you know They literally get Um Funny <laughs> enough, we do that got, does get brought up in the reunion where <laughs> Andy's like, "Have you and Lisa talked?" <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just so funny the way Kim goes. No, actually, and Rena's just like, "Fuck!" Like she's she knows, like, she's like, she here knows we go. She's, she's fucked. Like, she knows. Um, and. Kim brings out her phone, reads the messages, and just the whole time Rena's like, "Yeah, no, nope, yeah, I fucked up." I said and, it. Then, and then turns on the water and goes, "I'm human. I'm yeah. human. Like, I have I been told so many times in my life not to to be silenced, and it just struck a nerve oh, in me." Rena's the sh- the dog and pony show Rena puts on, bringing up like father no, trauma. That's what I was like. I was like, "Nah, sorry, Rena. No, you've not been told to be silenced all your life. You don't do it." Pens commercial. If you've been told to be silent all your life, She's like I no. wear pens because yeah. I've been told to be silent. It is a full performance. It's the same thing she does when the bunny happens yes. in season the seven. She's like, please, 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 please fall down, fall down, fall down, fall she down. Just, she knows what she needs to do to dodge out of a situation, mm-hmm. and this is her. This is her thing here. She gets Eileen being like, Rena's apologized repeatedly, but like the things Rena says in that text message are so fucked up. She says, she says, I will. I will come after you. Uh, uh, treat your fucking sister better. Like it's it's a side of Rena that we don't see yeah. on the show. It's my favorite side of Rena. <laughs> I love a good rage text. I've really felt connected with Rena in that moment. I'm glad that none of you have ever received a rage text, but mine have been as bad or worse as Rena's. I almost want to get one now. 
There's there's no reason. What do I have to do? I mean, should I send you a bunny? Yeah, send me a bunny and I'll have. <laughs> I brought the return. bunny. I should return yeah. the bunny. I think the last rage text I had was because I like someone left me at a club and I was like, "Don't you ever leave me? I do so much for you." And it was like Oop. bad. And oop. And I oop. I will come. I'm definitely Katie Maloney, Tequila Katie, rage texter, Lisa oh, Renna against Kim Richards. I love it. Yeah, I mean, the thing is that Rinna doesn't even text her, like, drunk one night. She texts her the next day. Yeah, it's, like, like two separate occasions. And she's, she's like, like, Harry was gone, and the kids were gone. <laughs> I my, just, I was alone. I was just alone. My favorite part of it, though, is that Kim's defense, Kim says, I don't understand what happened. After the finale, we were huggy, huggy, doo-doo. And Rinna, <laughs> Rinna immediately replies, without missing a beat, we were we never, never huggy, 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 doo-doo. doo-doo. <laughs> <laughs> but then Kim overplays. Uh, she oh, yeah, just yeah, keeps yeah. haranguing Rena, being like, oh, you're crying, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. The tide is turned against her. Brandy is just sort of like, she's crazy. Like, calm down. Mm-hmm. And then Kim immediately tries to apologize and like hugs Rena. It's very She comes over again. She's like, I just, I want to give you, a, and Rena's like, I'm not ready for this mm-hmm. right now. It's very uncomfortable. Yep. Um, but yeah, so to get back to Kim and Kyle, mm-hmm. um, Kim has apparently disinvited Kyle from Kim's daughter's wedding, which didn't Kim, one of Kim's daughters just get married at this point? So, okay. So what apparently happened was there were two weddings because I guess Brooke wanted to, uh, oh, there, so there was, first there was Nikki Hilton's wedding. That's what Kyle went to at the very beginning. That's what Portia of this season. That's what Portia was the, the bride. That was Nikki's yeah. wedding? That's what I thought. I, I, I understood think, that no, it was. I thought she repeatedly said it's her daughter. Well, no, there's there was two weddings. There was two weddings, but there was Nikki Hilton's wedding. Then there was Brooke had one wedding locally, so that she, uh, so that Monty could be there because I don't think he could travel. Got and then they had another thing. wedding, and that's what Kim um, got, Kyle, Kyle was invited. not invited to. I think that's what it was. I don't really know. There's a lot of there's so many daughters in this. Too family. many daughters. Also, the the mixed nature of the Richards fam, Richard Tilton family makes it all so, so convoluted. Because yeah. Kim consistently refers to Kathy as her sister. Yeah, but they're half sisters. They're half sisters. Which like, I don't dispute that they're very close. Sure. But like, it's weird that they treat them like she treats them like a trio, mm-hmm. or even that she's closer to Kathy when like she and Kyle are yeah. blood. blood. Yeah. Yeah. I also was dying when in the wedding scene where they're trying on the wedding dresses for Brooke and and. Kathy's like, oh, you don't want like the high collar thing, which is literally what Nikki Hilton's dress looked like. It was yeah. like lace up to the neck with Jeez, the thing, very princess old school. And she was literally like, oh, you don't want this. And then I was like thinking, I was like, damn, that was literally Nikki Hilton's like wedding dress when she wore it. I was like, she's so Kathy. Do yeah. you know who Brooke is married to, by the way? Just uh, off chance. Hmm. Off, uh, the, the heir to the fat burger throne. Okay. Is that why there's always fat burger at white parties? Oh my God. Wow. His name is Thayer. Thayer? Thayer. Thayer. Something like that. Thayer. Something very weird. Thayer. Thayer the Slayer. Thayer Fatburger. His last name is Fatburger. Is it really? The Fatburger family. Yeah, that's why it's named Fatburger. <laughs> uh, the Fat Burger family running the Fat Burger Empire. Also loved that Adrian was touting around the Anheuser Busch heir with the Prince of or the Duke of like Denmark. Oh, who was going to marry Camille? Camille off to? Yeah, that didn't work out. With and Mauricio's mom just like, oh look at all these this man I brought for you. Yeah. I'm like, where's the Mexican mom when I need it? Drunk I off her ass. God bless. Oh. Um, so yeah. So anyway, getting disinvited for the wedding and the subsequent talk about it produces. Two of Kyle's all-time best lines. You're so fucking mean. Leave and me alone. Leave me alone. 
Um, oh, good. But we are not even to it because yes. then we find out the reason for their separation is that Kim's dog, Kingsley, bit Kyle's daughter, Alessia. Alexia. Alexia. Alexia Carr. Alexia. And so Kyle put a photo of Alexia in the hospital. She was there for five days. Holy shit. That's a long, that means That's she had longer than had the hernia. She almost lost her hand. I mean, okay, if you're bit by a dog and you're there for five days, she probably had to get like reconstructive work. There was probably it definitely like the IVs. bone. Yeah, in fa- like that's the infection is the biggest problem. Yeah. Kyle's line deliveries of the screening it's are so good. Because yeah, we never so hear good. her yell like mm-hmm. this. So like you hit whole different octaves of her voice. No, and the like, popping out of her forehead oh, was God. perfection. Yep. I love how Kim's like, she just did it for the Instagram follow. She just wants Instagram on her Instagram followers. How is a picture of somebody, some random person in a hospital going to get Instagram followers? They were all together. Did you see the picture where they're they're all like smiling? Yep. (laughs) They're all smiling. But yeah, uh, effectively, Kim thinks that posting that photo is what led people to figure out. And I guess there was like, there was probably some incident that fans were able to put two and two together on. But like, that's not Kyle's fault. It's not Kyle's fault. No. But posting a picture is not... But I want to know what Kim was saying. She's like, I'm going to tell the real story. That's what I want to hear. What I think is that whatever the incident, like wherever it happened. It must have been provoked. Oh, I think that Alexi was drunk. Uh, yeah, drinking. Probably, yeah, and so maybe she just didn't notice. I don't know. Maybe she was high something on pot. On, um, moon yeah, picks. something happened that she because she kept saying like, "I really wish, I really wish you, I really hope you wouldn't do that to your niece." Yeah, or whatever. I don't know. That's the only thing I've tried to find it because I'm so curious about it. Yeah. Was the dog with the trainer? Or was the dog put down? Was put down? Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Oh, he's with the trainer." Well, oh. I don't know if he was supposed to maybe go to a trainer and instead of being put down, but then didn't actually get put down. I don't know. It's hard to find this information because they're so tight. It sounded like they all knew the dog got put down. Even Andy mm. was like, "Is that really what happened? Yeah. Is it really with the trainer?" Yeah, and yeah. like Kim is like, "Says my dog is off limits." I think Monty <laughs> was found a lot of. Well, what I found online was on Reddit was like Monty. Use like felt a really strong connection to that dog, and so it was a support dog. And so probably if it did actually get put down, which most likely because it had bitten a bunch of other people, yeah, um, they didn't want to tell Monty. So he was with the trainer. Oh, so he so that's why they said he was with the trainer. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, but then um, that it makes it even weirder that the show was trying to sort of bait the answer out of out it's of so strange. Kim. Um, I also love how Lisa Vanderpump is like, you need to speak about the dog and the dog. And now in her season, the dog is off limits. I, I was going to say, so, so, <gasps> so just saying. this is very contradictory. Like, honestly, this is very contradictory of LV- LVP's usual position. Mm-hmm. Yes. Cause like Kim is says, effectively says that like the dog is like my children and like, LVP seems dubious of that position, even mm. though everything about LVP would indicate that she would co-sign that position. Yeah, she'd be like, your dogs are your family. They're off limits. That's fine. Like, it's weird no. to see this. And honestly, invalidates a lot of, I think, LVP's argument. Right. Credibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Just yeah. throwing so it much. out there. But yeah. I, I do wish they had really gone into it, because I feel like... You know, I know how much they've gone through, like constantly through throughout the show, having their like lives on camera. But I feel like it needs something like that, like to just kind of blurt something out that is the only way with these women. But who the are, issue is that's also where their problems come in, because like true. that was where the alcoholism problem came yeah. in. Like, 
I get why they don't want to talk about things on camera. I also think that they need to talk about things on camera if they're going to be on a reality show, which yeah. I guess the end result of that is that Kim needed to not be on the reality yeah. show. And that's what the case is now. Mm-hmm. So long, long run around to get back to where we needed to be. <laughs> Just facts. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Kim's furious at cop for bringing it up on camera. You're horrible. Another, so. another great line delivery. Oh my God, there's so many good lines. So Kyle good. is like on one in this reunion and it really makes for great TV. Yeah. <laughs> because you never see her pop her lid. Yep. But you know who really plays, comes to play this reunion? Miss Brandy Glanville <laughs> knows this is her last and She just yep. must know at this point that she's not coming back the next yeah. season. All of the other women have probably made clear that they're yeah. not going to tape with her. Like, yeah. she just knows. She's like, all right, guns blazing. Let's yeah, do this. Let's do it. She also gets so pissed when Andy compares to a dog oh my says, god fuck you and that's yeah. if she wasn't already fired yeah. that's definitely what she was like fired. I don't I don't get I get this from every other woman I don't need it from you too no, you don't was, say that how yeah. dare you you yeah. don't say that Andy's like very biased I'm sorry I don't think that that's that offensive um I could see why Brandy who is in bad shape from everybody else this reunion is not thrilled about being compared to a dog I mean I'd be in pissed. any way shape he or form he was trying to defend her though um, I, in a way that demoralized her. Be anyone being reduced to an animal, regardless, is like it, it's dehumanizing. It's rude. Well, Lisa Vanderpump treats her dogs better than humans, so except I think for, it's except uh, for Kingsley. <laughs> except for Kingsley, <laughs> yeah. 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 Doesn't count. <laughs> yep. dogs are not off limits. Um, but yeah, so she defends herself against the claims of a drinking problem, saying that she doesn't drink around her kids. Mm. But she has to drink around the women. Um, I actually think there's an interesting point made in this reunion where they're talking about kids and, and Andy sort of passes it over to Brandy and is like, you have young kids, obviously, mm-hmm. and why don't we see them on the show? And she clarifies that yeah. Eddie does not allow them to be on camera. And I actually do think if we had seen more of Brandy with her children over the years, we would probably have a different idea of Brandy. I, yes, I completely agree. agree. It, she effectively gets portrayed in season four and season five because the kids are there and season three because they're there a little bit in season two. But season three, mm. four, and five, basically all we see is Brandy the like drunk mm. instigator. Yes. Mm. And that's not fair when all of the other women, all of the other women, some some cities don't have kids. Yeah. All the, not all the white housewives have kids. But here, all of them do. And it's, uh, and th- again, going back to the Yolanda Hadid thing, this is what bugs me about like putting any focus on the kids is that if a housewife doesn't have that advantage, Bethany didn't have it in early mm-hmm. housewives. And I still think she, Bre- Bethany doesn't really talk about her kid on camera now. She talks about her, but she doesn't, she can't have her on the on show. Camera, yeah. Right. Yeah. So like, she like in the same way that Brandy occasionally talks yeah. about her kids. Yeah. Here, like I just find it so bizarre to like, cast an unequal net in that regard. Mm-hmm. And of course, I guess you could argue that Brandy, Brandy's two options weren't either have your kids on camera or be a drunk instigator. Right. But like... <laughs> this or that. Right. <laughs> but I, I feel sympathy for Brandy that she only got edited one way. And, and, and Andy Cohen has said this about Carlton Gebbia from season four. Mm. He said that like they gave her an unfair edit because she was you know, a PTA mom and all these different things. And they only showed her as like the Wiccan stuff. The yeah, witch. Right, right. right. The witch of Beverly Hills. And I think that, I think that with Beverly Hills in particular, like the villains don't get the benefit of being mm-hmm. family people in the yeah, same yeah. way that the, the heroes do. Right. Like we are always hearing about Kyle's family. Mm-hmm. Always. 
we heard a lot about um, Portia and raising Portia the right way mm, and right. how Alexia is going to college and yeah. how that's heartbreaking I mean, think, for her. Think about that awful episode this season <laughs> in which we saw literally the same scene five times with different women being like, you're going to college. Bye. Like, yeah. Oh my God. I hated it so much. Um, <laughs> and it sucks that Brandy just doesn't get to be a part of that. Yeah. Like she doesn't get to, you know, even Giselle Bryant, who is a villain on Potomac gets to show her family and her daughter. She's a villain. I, um, I wouldn't say she's a villain so much as she is a, um, Instigator? a shitster. A shitster. A shitster. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. God, I love her though. I, I, love I I'm her. not saying I don't love Giselle She's Bryant. She's one of my favorite. She's the mob. I think she may be my current ha- favorite housewife across, like not of all time, but like uh, on of a show season, right now. I, I think I Giselle is probably my favorite across. I mind Leanne Locken. I love. I love my good. Well, Leanne. I love Leanne Locken, but we need to see season four before because like, right, right, right. if there's ever going to be a bad season for Leanne Locken, it's this season. Her wedding season is absolutely going to be the best season Zilla. for Leanne Locken. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's had bad seasons before, but we've always come out just loving her. <laughs> the thing is, the, where she's going to start running into issues is that all the other housewives are good at this now. Yeah. Whereas for the first two seasons, she was the only one who was good at, and so she like ran GCB laps around them. Gave her the run for the money. Good grits and bitches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm still sad about Carrie Duper, guys. I know I spent most of the podcast for Dallas 2 saying that Carrie was not interesting. She's but not on? She's not full-time no. next season. Oh, I'm really sad about I that. I am too, because I thought she was great in season three. She needs her husband to suck someone else's dick at the round back <laughs> to get back on. I mean, it's simple as that. Throw to the I, wolves just come leading the pack. I was, in, I was in Dallas for a wedding recently, and I had quite a night at the roundup is all I'm going to say. <laughs> what? All right, um, team trip to the roundup. <laughs> I want to do um, a trip to, to Austin, Texas. Is that where they're under Dallas? <laughs> I want to go to Austin. I'd too. love to go to Boston. Well, you know Austin <laughs> is my hometown. I know. You should come home with me. We should do I a road should. trip. I would love that. That'd yeah. be so much fun. Um, that could be a reality show. It's like us together on the road. Could you imagine? Me losing my mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kevin's the one who's writing all the reviews. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of this podcast. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm not an LVP fan, but um, yeah. So anyway, the Brandy's on one this reunion, and, and you know what? Go out, go out big. Hey man, she gets in a full-on screaming match with Kyla at one point. Calls her a fucking c-word. Mm-hmm. Um, See you next Tuesday. And Andy doesn't even hear it, and then has to be has to ask her to repeat it. I like that for a second. Brandy seems to be like, I'm not going to do this, and then yeah. it's just like, you know what? Fuck. It. Yeah, she's it's, like, you know what? It's already out there. <laughs> Brandy and Eileen really get into it over the homewrecker line. Um, Brandy is, I said this in an earlier part, Brandy is very (laughs) self-aware in which she says she'd fire Eileen because she doesn't bring anything to the table. And then when Eileen is like, what do you bring? She says, conflict. (laughs) True. True. That was so funny. It's accurate. Yep. Um, LVP and Eileen knock Brandy for her tendency to apologize without actually changing her behavior, which I think is entirely fair and a very Mm -hmm. good point. Yes. Because we talked about this a little bit earlier. Brandy is, Brandy is always saying I'm so sorry I did this but then Brandy brings up a good point in return which is like all Kyle needed to do was apologize all Yolanda needed to do was apologize but LVP held her to a different standard there's a lot of very good points made throughout this reunion and it's funny because I I like I walk out of it not necessarily being on anyone's side other than Eileen's (laughs) glorious icon Um, I walk out of it not being on anybody's side in particular like I do think Brandy got shit treatment this season she did I also think Brandy's an asshole yes I think both things can be true I think that's a lo- I think that's almost with every housewife season is like and I think that's what makes the show so great is that you can have two viewpoints of the same person throughout yeah. the entire season like they're getting re- really getting the short end of the stick but at the same time 
they're not using that short end to the best of their, you know, abilities. And, right. you know, it makes for complex characters like Brandy Glanville, who I, I kind of love. I mean, she's probably one of my favorite housewives of all time. If yeah. That's a statement. I, I think she's maybe one of the most important housewives of all time. I think so. I think, I, I think she took Beverly Hills to the next level it needed to be. Yeah. Bring her back. I'd be really, back. I'd be really, I'd be really down. think they need her. Mm-hmm. I really, she would stir it up. I'm, Even those scenes with Denise. Yeah. yeah, I'm not really necessarily a big proponent of like bringing people back is always the thing to do. Yes, but she's just so baked into the chemistry of these women as a natural antagonist that I just I think it would be it's sort of like when they brought Danielle Stout back on Jersey, right? right? Like it wasn't just bringing anybody back; it was bringing right. back somebody who would instantly gin up all sorts of different feelings mm-hmm. in people. And it wasn't like she came back and she was already a villain. Like yeah. she and Teresa got along when. Danielle came back, but then over time, same thing when they brought back um, Nini in season 10 of Atlanta and she and Sheree were like on great terms. She and Kenny were on great terms. And by Mm. the end of that season, everybody was mad. (laughs) Nini. Um, There is a great sequence in which Brandy and Rena start reading each other. So good. Uh, Brandy goes after Rena's hairstyle, having it for the same thing for 20 years, tells her to change her to pens because she's full of shit, which is a great line. (laughs) That is a great read. It was pre-written definitely, but it was a great read. The library is open. Yeah. Uh, Rena flips her off and tells her to go get a tampon endorsement deal. Again, a great response. (laughs) Amazing. Has one of my favorite lines, which is, you need to be shut down. (laughs) It's great. Hashtag shut down Brandy. Yep. Um, oh man. There is an interesting point where Kim defends Brandy by saying Brandy's Brandy, and LVP says that's unacceptable. But then Andy and Kyla immediately turn it back on LVP mm-hmm. and say, "You used to say the yeah. exact same thing." And LVP's defense is like, "Well, you know, Brandy's behavior got worse," and Kyle's like, eh, "I disagree." Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, all of these things sort of end up at the same point where ultimately, I just think Brandy's issue is that the women are hypocritical. Yes. They want. They want to treat her differently right. than they treat each other. She demands equal treatment, especially comes out about the pot stuff, right? which Kyle absolutely seems to be lying about. She 100% oh, it's, it's so clear. And I, I think what the other issue is, is like, I think these women, like we see with Vanderpump and Kyle, they have this loyalty where it's like, okay, we're all going to just stick up for each other. And anyone who tries to break into that mold is obviously going to be the outsider. And for Brandy, it makes it so much easier to attack her because... She does X, Y, and Z consistently. Right. And she was on the inside with LVP. With and LVP, LVP shielded yeah. her. Except when she went against LVP, she lost that protection. And she she her bonds with the others weren't strong enough to yeah. continue to be protected. Yeah, her exactly. only ally by the end was Kim Richards. And that's just not a very interesting that's, ally. To have. I mean, she that's had the worst possible ally you can have. Right. She had Yolanda, but that was a useless connection yeah. to have for this reunion, yeah. um, unfortunately for her. Um, but yeah, so it is Brandy's last reunion. We will see Brandy a couple times next season. Mm-hmm. Um, she does a couple of guest spots with Yolanda and Kim. Yeah. Um, and then does one very memorable bit, which I think LVP is still mad about, where Brandy gets to record a message. At oh the, my god! Oh my god! Which I I'm with LVP on that one. Don't record it. Like show up or don't show up. Yeah. Like don't do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, and LVP didn't show up to this reunion. I would have loved to see a video from her too, but at the same time, it's like, if you can't, from what I've heard, we do not get a video. What what I do hear is that they re-air the, the speech that he gave about Adrian about her final act was not showing up for this. And like basically ask the other housewives sort of like, how do you feel about this related to LVP? And Kyle's like, 
Kyle sort of goes at her. So mm. I'm very... I'm, wow. This reunion's going to be good. By the time this episode yeah, comes excited. out, you guys will probably have seen yeah. the first episode of the reunion. But Oh my God, I can't wait. Um, yeah, and then, of course, Brandy showed up this season uh, to have a scene with Denise Richards. Mm-hmm. She got a confessional out of it, which I thought was great. Um, she destroys LVP. And not only... She did an after show where she like goes in and says like, Renna reached out to me yep. and like we finally made right, it. Right, and yeah, Renna yeah. apologizes for her actions this season yeah. in season five, now in season yeah. nine, which yep. I think is interesting because she finally sees, you know what? I get what LVP did to you mm-hmm. and I get what she was doing to me to yeah, you yeah. in this situation. Yeah. You know, for LVP's defenders, I just got to say like, if you have all of these women who, you know, maybe you don't like Renna, maybe you don't like Brandy, maybe you don't like Kyle, but if you have all these women pointing to the same pattern of behavior and the way that they were used by i mean even camille who's still on fairly good terms with lvp points it out with the with the but now we set it fight like if you see the same behavior over and over again like are you not the insane person for saying that this isn't true like where there's smoke there's fire it's like Mm -hmm. you you can't try to invent something that's not there i mean you can but it's not gonna stick it's not gonna hold we've been talking about this for seasons now we see it front and center this season too i mean it's like i don't know yeah. It's one of those things. You yeah. either go with the veil over your eyes or you open up and look at the sun. Yeah. Anyway, are y'all ready <laughs> <What>? to uh, <laughs> No, I sort of said yeah, and then I was like, wait. <laughs> I you know, I make up these idioms. 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 Yeah. You know, I just you know. All right, you know Sweet what? Yeah. Let's wrap this up. Let's let's play some games. Let's do some rapid fire. It. Games. Game, right. night. Game night. Where's Dana Game night. Pam? Um, what is, who's your favorite housewife this season? Eddie. I think I'm going to say, um, probably, I know you're going to say this too, but Eileen, I think she has a very Mm. strong first season. I really enjoyed her. I thought she played her role right with everyone else. I feel like there was too much bad and good for me to be like, I really enjoyed them. But I think Eileen stuck a center ground. I think she really cemented herself in a season that she could have been lost in the fold. Yeah. And she really played the game right. I just want to co-sign and say you're absolutely right. Yeah, I, I agree. Correct. Yeah. Is that boring? That's the only answer. No. I mean, I, if I were if we were to ru- rush this out to friend doves, I would actually say Adrian had a great season because... She did the magic? Well, because her last note on the show was so awful. And she actually gets to sort of be a part of things, but without being awful this season. Yeah. Like, I she still thought she was pretty awful. Uh, okay. It, even Lisa goes, I don't know what we're going to support for Adrian another huff. Oh, that was rough. Um, well, who's one. their least favorite housewife this season? Least favorite? Ugh, I guess it's Kim. Yeah. Same. There's no other answer because Sorry. I mean, because Brandy at least is giving us something. Yes. Right. Kim is just a a drama vortex. Yeah, like she's exactly. awful and she's insane. Uh, do we even need to talk about favorite tagline? No. I, I, we know it's LVP. Should we say what our favorite after LVPs is? Sure. Because the best one, of course, is throw me to the wolves and I shall return, leading the pack. Yeah, um, of course. My second favorite would probably be, I'll tell you the one that I enjoy quoting the most is, character isn't what you have. It's, <laughs> it's who you are. are. Um, I like, I like, I'm not a bitch, but I played one on TV. Because like, it's, it's, it's not great, but it like plays with her <laughs> primary association and all of that. You know, like, I'm like, yeah, that's, that's a good intro tagline. Yeah. I like Lisa Renna's. Of course Because, you do. It, I mean, it's the lips. She plays it on it. It also plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, and honestly, it, it mirrors very strongly Denise Richards' tagline this season, where it's like, but you've heard about the tabloids crazy, but my real life is so much juicier. It's yeah. like, you might have heard a lot about me, but yeah. it's not true coming the from one, my the lips. The one thing is, have we heard a lot about Lisa Renna? I mean, I've... <laughs> 
I honestly did not know really who Lisa Rinna was until I started watching this show. I had seen her around. I knew her name. Right, that's the thing. I hadn't really, like, I didn't consider her a tabloid fixture by any measure. No. Denise Richards? Hell yeah. 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 We got that tiger, but we know. Yeah, if you gave this exact same tagline, I mean, the lips thing wouldn't make as much sense. But, like, (laughs) to Denise Richards, I'd be like, yes, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, we talked about. Do you think Brandy should come back? I think we're all on board. Is yes, hundred percent. And I think we're all going to be on the same board. Of how about Kim? I mean, I would like no. to see Kim back. I Never. absolutely would not. I think she should be off television forever. I agree. Armin saw her at uh, the bar down the street once. Oh. Oh. Drinking. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. All right. <laughs> he said no. <laughs> we we <laughs> took such a turn. I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> at a bar. <laughs> Um, has there ever been a greater Housewives villain than Brandy Glanville? I'm actually going to say yes on this. I think Phaedra is the all-time great yes. yeah. Housewives villain. Now I'm the doggone villain. Um, yeah, I think she. I think she's a tragic figure in a way that yeah. nobody else has ever been. Brandy gets close. Brandy's a pretty tragic figure. She's probably. Yeah, I would say maybe second. To, her, undone yeah. by who she thought was her best friend and all mm-hmm. of that. But but uh, no, I mean I I will always say Phaedra Parks. Yeah, I mean the, there really is no. I forgot about Phaedra. I mean, totally. I, I have well, to agree. Well, because Phaedra is not a forgot. villain for several seasons, but her final season arc right. of villainy was makes so her bad. Whole, and also makes her whole arc mm-hmm. across the show a villain arc. It's yeah. really, she really <laughs> fucked up in that oh, last She episode. really did. <laughs> I mean, we cover it in a, an old Housewives history and we invite you to go back and listen, but that was probably one of the craziest things I think oh, I've 100%. ever seen. She's vile in that yeah. situation. Mm-hmm. Um, in honor of her fun little cameo this season, how would Denise being full-time this season have changed it? I think she probably would have just taken Eileen's place, basically. I agree. Yeah, but I also feel like maybe not in as much getting in the mix. Yeah, I think she would have yeah. been less... What does Eileen say? You know what, Kim? I'm sorry for... Gi- or excuse me for giving a damn. <laughs> like... Such a soap opera. I, I yeah. think Denise would not have given a damn. Although she does get into it with Kim. In this season. Yeah, but not mm-hmm. in a way of like concern for Kim. It's like she's yeah, just sort of annoying. Like, she's like, can you <laughs> just stop? I, I do God. think that if Denise came in this season, we would have forgotten about Denise. We would have been like, eh. Because I think Denise is fun and I think she's refreshing for the current season. But I think yes. at the moment we were at now in season <laughs> five with how much high intensity people were bringing with Brandy going full throttle. I, I just feel like Denise would have gotten lost. Yeah. I do think she would have been a good ally for um, Brandy though. Oh, she oh would have. yeah, because yeah, they've been friends, and that would be kind of an interesting dynamic because she does have history with uh, Rinna, yeah, and so there would have been that push pull. Yeah, it might have actually changed a lot of things. Yeah. I don't know. I think Denise is good. I think we keep her and introduce Brandy for the next. I think yeah, season. I mean now because then mean you have then you have natural allies. Yeah. Like yeah, absolutely. Dreamcast, the Richard sisters, Lisa Rinna, Chris, Chris Jenner. Jenner. <laughs> Faye Resnick, Brandy Glanville, and Denise Richards. No, Faye Resnick is awful. You and I disagree on the Faye Resnick thing. Faye Resnick, good night. She's useless. She can she can buy as many Chanel bags as she wants, but she'll never be a lady. If you want to live your best Faye Resnick life, check out our morally corrupt hat on butterpop.com slash merch. I forgot about that. Uh, In honor of Vince Van Patten at Poker Night, (laughs) which housewife scene would you want to watch through a garage window? Oh, can it be any season or are any we doing season, Beverly Hills? Any city. Oh, table flip, Jersey, hands mm. down. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, dinner party from hell. Uh, that's Another a good great one, one too. Ah, this is so good. Um, I guess I would want to be like 
I kind of want to do like like the leg toss or oh. this most recent episode of New York where Bethany loses her shit. Yes. Oh, uh, life's not a cabaret. Yes, yes. life is not yeah, a cabaret. That would be great. Yeah. I feel like I want to be those people at Barton G like going crazy. Also, the people in that scene, in the Bethany scene, don't pay attention until like the very yes. end. I'm like, what were you people on? Excuse she is me. screaming her All fucking lungs out. All I would be doing out. is watching this. Yeah. It's wild. But it's then eventually one woman while she's eating just sort of looks over. You're like, <laughs> like, it's like uh, it's like there's this one episode of Jersey where Siggy Flicker goes like takes the lady to Boca or whatever and she walks in the restaurant and she goes hey everybody and nobody knows who she is <laughs> <laughs> like, there's this one guy who's definitely a fan and he looks so excited yeah. like he's the happiest ever that'd be me I'd be like I know, I'd I be know. like yes except Siggy did find me on Twitter yeah. you remember when you texted me you're like are you in a fight with Siggy Flicker on Twitter and I'm like not by choice I was so confused. Okay, so here's one of my favorite mysteries of the season. Who is Kyle's neighbor friend who was nominated for a bunch of Emmys for Fargo? It's Noah Hawley, probably, right? The creator? Because he's the only one who would be nominated for a bunch of Emmys for it. Well, she could also be. It probably is. So who else? uh, Billy Bob Thornton, maybe, was nominated that year. The other nominated that year were Billy Bob Thornton um, and, God, who was the lead in that first season? Of Fargo? Yeah. I can't even remember. Wasn't, was Kristen, no, Kristen Dunst was the second season. Season two. Uh, I can't remember who the other one, it was one other actor who was nominated. Hold on. But I feel like if it was an actor, they would have named the actor. Yeah, and it would have only been yeah. one Emmy for acting. It right. has to be right. someone who's a producer or a director or right. someone it who been a, It on. could have been an, a, like an unnamed producer, basically. Yeah. But Noah Hawley feels like the correct fit for the for the for all the parts of the prompt, right? Like somebody she would care enough about of pointing yeah. out, say a bunch of Emmys. And it was that first season. It was definitely that first season. Have you guys ever know. held an Emmy like like uh, no, Lisa Vanderpump did? Who who do I've I know? I've held an Emmy. <laughs> I actually a friend of mine's uh, father has an Emmy for Simpsons because he writes on the Simpsons. Oh, how cool! Uh, so I have had the opportunity to hold it, but I've not. Wow, held it. mine was uh, <laughs> at a random party in Hollywood, and this random person had an Emmy, and I asked to hold it, and I took a picture, and it was it got lost on an old phone, but I looked dead in the eyes, drunk. Well, I, thought at this party, say, I thought you were going to say you were going to say you lost the Emmy, and I was like, holy like, shit! Could you imagine that would be a never whole... allowed back in that house? Yeah, I, but I don't. Uh, I don't even know those people. <laughs> I would never be invited back to the house anyways uh, inspired by Fr- Brandy's feud with Kenya oh Moore on Celebrity God. Apprentice which is alluded to in the reunion what is your favorite cross franchise housewives feud mine is Nene Lee saying that LVP stole okay that's okay that's it that's the most that's iconic the story we've had in a long time it's so good because so also good. I don't believe it but like nope. I do believe it like, I believe it yeah. I, I kind of believe it but like we, I think we've talked about this before where like there's a lot of holes in Nini's story where yeah, it's like sure. timelines don't match up she said she was filming like a show but like Glee was over and it was in between before she was on New Normal like there's gaps in yep. but it's Nini's just, story it's just so amazing that <laughs> she took this opportunity she saw weakness in LVP she was just like well I got a story well did you guys see that also that clip of um Countess Luann talking to Andy that's been showing up and where she's like no 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 Vicky can't be a friend of because she has no friends (gasps) what it's like you need to send that to us someone tagged um our podcast in, in, in it and it's like it's it looks like out of one of Countess and friends like shows or something and she's like whispering in Andy's ear and it's like and there's like quotes underneath it's like no 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 Vicky can't be a friend that she has no friends because she has none is like the line she's like Vicky can't be a friend of because she has none 
Oh. I wonder if she was talking. To, he was talking to her about it because he was yeah. like, "We're considering doing with her what she, yeah. we did what, with, what you. with you." Wow, yes. I love that. Wait, what other feuds cross season or cross franchise feuds are there? I'm trying to uh, think. Well, Bethany and LVP. Yeah, that was a big oh, one. Right. Yeah, this, right. especially this season. Um, I'm trying to think if anything happened at the baby shower. Um, not. I mean, well, wasn't yeah? There was something. Um, oh no, 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 because it was Camille and somebody were getting into a fight, and mm. that's the same show. Yeah, different shows. Anyway, um, well, side note: Do you think Sonia and Whitney from Southern Charm have had sex? Because someone told Patricia on her Instagram, "Your son needs to come out of the closet already," and he goes, "He's not gay." Ask Sonia. Boop. Boop. Did you guys not see this? No. no. Oh, guys. I don't keep up with Southern Charm stuff this season. I'm never on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, the Ash. Once Ashley left, I sort of. Couldn't. She's coming back. She's coming back. But is a guest. Nobody's filming with her. I mean, it's she's it's the worst. So yeah. She's the worst. But okay. she's also the Brandy Glanville of Southern Charm. That's true. I love Southern Charm. Um, <laughs> she's what mess. talent of yours would your friends ignore at a finale party? <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> all of them. Just so they would Magic. ignore me. I Recording so, this fuck. <laughs> I, I can I can blow bubbles for my tongue. Yeah, I would ignore that. <laughs> I don't even need to, I don't even need a, rep, a presentation of that. I would do a cabrelesque that you guys would be like, oh, this is normal. Yeah. If as long as it's Cuban cabrelesque, then yeah. I'm probably not going to pay attention. I'm a pretty good lip syncer, but I, f- I don't do drag, so I feel like my friends would ignore it. I mean, I've seen you lip sync before, and I've taken notice. Thank you, I appreciate that. <laughs> I don't have any talents. Just kidding. Well, I'm sorry, so sad. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's really sad. See, I have too many talents know. that I can't just pick one. <laughs> you guys are ignore. Mm-hmm. You're just going to ignore them all. Yeah, we're just going to ignore them all. I mean, even my roommate is has like you're like Van Gogh. <laughs> People have learned to tune me out because sometimes I'll just like be me and they're like, this is just too much. So you learn there's an off switch where you like fuzz out like Black Mirror. Oh my God. Um, Which two of these housewives would you want on your team for a scavenger hunt? And let's say you can't pick that random woman, Lynn or Camille. (laughs) Um, Random woman, Lynn. I'd probably pick um, Yolanda for sure and Eileen. I think I would too. They seem like they were the most into it and competitive. Okay. You know what? I'd pick Kyle and Brandy because those two put their issues aside That's so true. quickly and were efficient as hell. That's true. I was impressed. I want to do this so bad. This is going to be a birthday in the future when I have it. We're doing in Beverly Hills. I'm calling the same people. We're doing this. Everyone's on the dream team. Don't worry. I'll just, I'll call Billy Crystal and see if he can hook us up. What a weird callback, by the way, to do the dream team shirts. I was like, why would you just bring up something everybody was pissed at you for? She's like, oh, they get the hearts because they're my dream team. (laughs) Honestly, that was, that was sort of Yolanda's first, like, act as like a sort of like petty housewife yeah. and it really was fairly it was, it was so, so good. good I took it I poor, was into it poor Hoise uh, <laughs> never alright so speaking of we've now had nine seasons this is the middle season of them where would you rank this in Beverly Hills history I'll start and say I think two is forever mm-hmm. my number one one is probably shortly after that. Yeah. Now, this is not necessarily how much I want to watch them because we were talking about that off right. mic. And I actually find this season deeply unwatchable. It's, <laughs> it's, it's hard. stressful. Um, <laughs> I would say 2-1. It's hard because 7 was useless for most of it, but I love the Hong Kong trip so yeah. much. I would probably go 2 one, nine, five, seven, three. Because I'll say this about three. We remember it sort of with rose-colored glasses, mm-hmm. but if you watch it, just like not a ton actually right. happens. Um, four, eight, 
Do I have any other? Oh, six, eight. <laughs> eight is eight is absolute bottom. Like that, that was yeah. Pantygate, right? Yeah. yeah. No, eight was no. um uh, Se- glassware gate. It was the oh it was the one where they're like. The Lisa Vanderpump's like, I guess I'll go home then yeah. or whatever. Oh yeah, and when they're, they're just, having the fight between yeah. them, and they both important, have their mind. important season because it sets sure. up nine, but terrible season. So yeah, so two one nine, uh, five, five seven three. What am and I? then you said six eight. I'm missing one though. No, you four six eight. Yes. Four six eight. Yes. I am copying your list, but I'm switching two and nine, actually. Your favorite is nine. No, no, sorry, not two and nine. <laughs> I'm flip- flipping five and nine. So okay. you put you put nine before five. Yeah. I'm putting five before nine. Okay. I, I, I appreciate you putting nine up toward the top because I think a lot of people have been very distracted by the Puppygate drama and they think the season has been very boring and that nothing has mm-hmm. happened. But right. this has been a very... I think it's going to be a very historical season of Beverly Hills, especially with the Vanderpump leaving. Yep. Um, so I, I think appreciate it also you. was just edited so well. It's been brilliant. And it's really, the story editing has been remarkable. Old, old unseen footage being put in to help drive the story forward. Yep. We see amazing like callbacks people are getting. I love how Bravo is so much more braver with calling people out with old footage now that maybe yep. they not have not mm-hmm. even seen. Yep. They're like, if you're a liar, we're calling you out. It <laughs> yep. is so good. At this yep. point, they have so much footage. Right. Like we said, we want to show the archi- mm-hmm. archives. Mine is two one. I think I like three. Okay. Okay. I just like that whole weird shift of, you know, Brandy's now in the mix, and there's like the Kyle and uh, Lisa drama. I don't know. There's something I like about that whole little like world I'll in the this, first three seasons. I'll say this about three. I've never been more compelled by something that people literally couldn't say on camera. Yeah. Yeah. And I That's just real. love the I just love the the opportunities were given for Kyle to do exactly what Lisa's mad at her about, mm. and then she doesn't do it each time. Yeah, which I think was interesting. And then also Adrian being you know like uh, yeah isolated from the group. I thought that was I thought that was different. It kept me in like interested. Then I'd go five. Then I would go nine, and then the rest I could care less about. Yeah. So they're all in the same order. Yeah, I, I, I would <laughs> I would really separate them into like distinct tiers of like. Two one nine, I think, are like the ultimate classics. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, seven, I, was I say seven three five or no uh, five seven three? Those yeah. I think are like there's stuff to recommend. All of them, they're very. Um, I think all of them have like really good moments, but the seasons as a whole don't really cohere into like strong narratives. And then four, six, eight, all suck. I mean, eight is deserves to be on the very bottom of the list. Six wasn't much better though. We got so drowned. We got so um, uh, drowned out. I guess what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, pulled down by all of the Munchausen's drama. Yeah, yeah. I find that you know we I, I sort of pushed back on wanting to do five and thought we should do six instead because I think I think that season actually has more to do with the modern day because it's where sure. Rena turned. But um, I now looking back on it, I'm just like, oh, I would have hated having to rewatch that. I feel like that. it would have just been such a drag. Because I didn't really enjoy rewatching this season. I feel like <laughs> rewatching six would be a nightmare. I mean, I had fun watching this season. I thought it was, I mean, towards the second half when it picks up, but like the first but then couple it got episodes, too stressful for yeah. me. See, but I love that. I love when it's like high anxiety and you're just like yeah. on the edge of your seat. Like, are these sisters going to be sisters for I the just rest like of the their sis- sisterhood? I think I really enjoy the sister family. I don't know what it is. That's why I like Jersey. Mm-hmm. Sure. I just like that. I, I find 
find it so authentic yeah, and sure. so interesting. I just, I will never be able to explain why I can watch something like Nine from uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta uh-huh. over and over again and I find mean, it, no matter how stressful that is, I find it so compelling. Yeah. But this is just too... I think the fact also that it's addiction is the yeah. other yeah. thing. Yeah, it's very, like, it's very heavy. And it just becomes so swallowed up by that one plot for the rest mm-hmm. of the season. Everything's connected to that. Yeah. Uh, I can still find it compelling while also just being like, I just, I... It's too much. I don't know. Yeah. But I do think we've sort of covered the best ones of Beverly Hills to do. Yeah. Um, I, I'm excited to sort of, we've talked a little bit about where we're going to go next. I think we finally have to do Miami. Yeah! We've been talking about it for way too long. Limpenish. Ice. <laughs> season three. Panache. Yes, season three, Miami. We're going to do season three, not season two? I think we should do two. I think we oh, should. Okay, then we should do two. We should right. do two. We'll do two. We'll do I just two. say Limpina. Yeah, because he yeah. loves it. It's, it's my favorite What line. we'll do is we'll do two and maybe do a, a Patreon episode or something for the, <laughs> or, yeah, for the for reunion of three so we can do a lip finish. <laughs> Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. For season three. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, um, and then um, what are, uh, we still have to do DC1. Oh, we yes. have to DC. Oh my God. We have to find DC1. Oh, wow. I'm I literally, I, we will buy it on Amazon. I don't yeah. even care. I will, I will drop the, what, 20 bucks to, <laughs> yeah. to see. We are the, making the y'all actually, listen to us talk about DC. might have already bought it. I mean, probably, right? I Aren't might you, have already you, bought You it. are the archive. If I'm the historian, you're the archivist. <laughs> like, you have them all. I'm the conspiracy theorist. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm that meme of uh, Charlie and uh, uh, Always Sunny. Where he's like, yeah. I'm like, the sex boys yeah. and the murderer. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so we got lots coming forward, and I think we got to do a Potomac season at some point. Hundred percent, Potomac three. We also I haven't done Potomac. Jersey. Yeah, we haven't. Well, I, well, I still want to do se- season one of Jersey as a, like a one-off because yeah. that there's not enough in Jersey That's one true. to do a full thing, but like we could do a one-off. We could episode. do a one-off. Yeah. Anyway, lots more to come. Please get excited. We'll all be back together soon enough. Very soon. Very soon. And if you guys don't want to miss anything else that we do, we have so much fun, exciting recaps. We have so many fun This Week in Bravos where we cover all the Bravo Liberty and news. Make sure you guys are subscribed wherever you listen, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. Google Play Music. Google Google Play Music. Um, Kevin, how can people find you? Because you always talk so many great things, Housewives and Drag Race and everything TV and pop culture. And I think every one deserves to follow you. Oh, you're so sweet. Um, I'm at Kevin P. O'Keefe, Kevin P. O K E E F F E on Twitter and Instagram. See how nice I was to you after you destroyed me on this podcast? <laughs> Kill him with kindness. I love you, Eddie. I love you. I'm not there yet. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, I'm fine. <laughs> I've only said that to someone once in my life when they tried to hug me. Only once. No, it's fine. I, I forgive you. I, 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 you, have to for, you have to forgive and forget. Or is it or is it for forget and forget? Oh, that was so forget? dark. Permission. Oh. Yeah, that was so dark. Yeah, Kim. Sorry, Kim. Camille, how can people find you? Wow, no, no <laughs> prelude for me. Okay. No, because you're at Cash Millie. Bye. Her Instagram is great. That's all she shares. Let them know. I just did. Say you were talking too loud. At Cash Millie. Thank y'all. If you guys want to follow me, which you probably shouldn't, it's at Eddie underscore Strano no, on Instagram Eddie, and Twitter. Great. And make sure you guys are following Hot and Bravo too, because we've been sharing a lot more fun things. <laughs> That's H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. Let us know on Twitter if there's another season that you think we missed that we want to talk about. But we're heading to Florida. Miami, yes. bitches. Yes. We're going to go have some fun. In Miami, the girl. Miami, girl. We have sex. We have sex. <laughs> Benvenido. Um, yummy. Thank you guys so much for sticking us out for this three-part 
episode of Housewives History for Real Housewives of Beverly Hills Season 5. We will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.